Okay, this is kind of short. Uh, let's go to page 46 of the big book. Uh, down to the last paragraph. Much to our relief, we discovered that we did not need to consider another's conception of God. Our own conception, however inadequate, was sufficient to make the approach and to effect a contact with him. As soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe, underlying the totality of things, we began to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction, provided we took other simple steps. We found that God does not make too hard terms for those who seek him, if there is a him. But anyway, to us, the realm of, of spirit is broad, roomy, all-inclusive, never exclusive or forbidding to those who earnestly seek. It is open, we believe, to all men. When, therefore, we speak to you of God, we mean your own conception of God. This applies, too, to other spiritual expressions which you find in this book. Do not let any prejudice you, you may have against spiritual terms deter you from honestly asking yourself what they mean to you. As this, at the start, this was all we needed to commence spiritual growth to affect our first conscious relation with God as we understood God. Afterwards, we found ourselves accepting many things which then seemed entirely out of reach. That was growth. But if we wished to grow, we had to begin somewhere. So we used our own conception, however limited it was. We needed to ask ourselves but one short question. Do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself? As soon as a man can say that he does believe or is willing to believe, we emphatically assure him that he is on his way. It this it has been repeatedly proven among us that upon this simple cornerstone, a wonderfully effective spiritual structure can be built. How about that, Paul? Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Sweet and a little short, maybe. But, uh, well, short for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, that's good. Thank you, honey. Thanks. Nice to see everybody. Uh, the funny thing, because I was here and then uh, gone for a week and now back, this week can be seen in comparison to before and after. So there I left. We went on a Tuesday, came back on Sunday, and there was never a thought or a feeling about drinking or using that whole time. 
No, no, uh, didn't have to have a big stick to ward it off. Nothing. Yeah, free range alcoholic, able to enjoy life because it's being directed by something other than the mental state, really. And so this is, I feel, is the most important uh, aspect on a broad level, which is you can't serve two masters at the same time, as someone once said. And my feeling of serving two masters is what's directing or what where it's directed to the interest and attention. Yeah. So if the interest and attention is absorbed in the mental state, the mental state is the master that's going to direct us. Yes. If it's turned over through this process and actually established, not just turning over and taking it back, turning over, taking it back, but no an establishment in that which you are turned over, then that's the better way. So the better way is trusting the infinite rather than finite self. And let's look at page 64, how they describe self. Self is what has defeated us through its manifestations. Yep. Now, did self actually defeat us? It has to have our attention and interest to defeat us, yes? Most other selves aren't defeating you unless you're living with them or they're your boss or somewhere else. A lot of other selves are roaming around and they're not in a position to defeat you, yeah? But there is a defeat going on. And I don't believe, uh, I don't see a self. (laughs) I don't see something. I don't. It's an activity. And through that activity, I believe things that aren't true. And then the activity reinforces those beliefs. And there I go. I live a narrative. And that narrative is called is really, you may have we may have our individual narratives, but we have a stock version of the narrative, which is self centeredness. Yeah. So the narrative and how we observe everything is centered on self. Yeah. And we're not. So that's just, that's, it's really that simple. Now we can't move out of self as self. And why that statement is so profound because it captures the act of the problem, which is the act of being identified as self. So in the moment of wanting to escape self, you may not know you may be in the act of being identified as self. And then when you attempt to escape it, you're trying to escape as it. And that's the bondage of self. Yes. So a lot of the shit that happened to us and continues to happen through us is without us knowing it. And what an understanding does is bring stuff that wasn't suspected into the light so that you can see or be aware of what has defeated you and and have a sober assessment of the situation. And then the beauty of the 12 steps and the idea of turning one's will and life over to the care of something greater than self will become pristinely clear, yeah? You'll know. Know you, knowing why you're screwed, when you're screwed, to me doesn't work. 
Knowing why you were screwed that leads to not being screwed works. Yeah. So self-knowledge avails us nothing, but knowledge of self avails us of a lot of freedom. Yeah. So to see this act, this act of identification as self, I believe many of us will come to the conclusion that that is what has defeated us. Yeah. Just as it says plainly on page 64. Yeah. And suddenly you'll see the defeat is fueled by interest and attention, not the self's own interests because it doesn't have interest. We, we are the one who has interest and a lot of that interest is in self. Yeah. But self has no interest. It's not a thing. It's an idea that we're entertaining. We are that which is before all this stuff. Yeah. So here we are, our interest and attention, like when you were a kid, it was being drawn or uh, going to places that brought, brought you a sense of the immediacy of living. Yes. So if you felt like you didn't get what you want, there would be a storm for a second, then you'd be laughing crazy in the next second. Yeah. It was life was really happening, not to me, but happening. And then, of course, the mental state grew and it developed this, this, this ideation of self. Yeah. With the, I guess, I guess as a, as a way of fulfilling or assuring that it was going to be taken care of if it had so much self-interest, but whatever it was, it's like how in 2001, it went overboard. It's taken over the mission. Yeah. And uh, a lot of us want to find the eject button, but we can't. Yeah. Because you can't eject yourself out of self. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So perhaps there's a better way. And what is that way? Well, the way how it appears is a design for living called recovery. What it really is, is a migration of interest and attention away from the finite self to the infinite. Yeah. So now we feel like we're being directed by the higher power, not by this mental fucking pathogen, this parasite up there. Yes. And that which seemed to be useless becomes incredibly useful. Why is that? Yeah. The worst thing ever happened to you after a few months of being sober, you may see it as the best thing ever happened to you. What the hell's going on? There's a change in, uh, in ownership, so to speak, you have a new employer. Yeah, so uh, all this stuff here is uh, what my process, the process I can report the concept of God. Yes, have your own concept, it's fine. But what happened very quickly was I was led to have a higher power of its own understanding. I saw my understanding was an obstacle to the, to, to the real influence of the higher power. It was. So I got to a point quickly that, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in a revelatory position where that power is gonna tell me what its understanding is <laughs> instead of me trying to tell it how I understand it. Yeah, it just seemed, it wasn't a plan, it just was a process, yeah? So I went to that, and when I hit the point of the higher power uh, 
informing me of its own understanding never changed. It was maybe the third year. So it's now 31 years that principle has been in place, yeah? Never changed. It wasn't like an upgrade or, you know, a radical or an extreme version. It was just basically very clear that I the, pow- the power that's working in me uh, I'd rather have, I'd rather know it through its own understanding than my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just was simple. Yeah. And it's just been super clear because of the simplicity. Okay. So our own conception, however inadequate, was sufficient to make the approach and to affect the contact with him. What's going to redirect interest and attention or what brings about that possibility is an admittance of defeat, yes? That's the springboard. That's the diving board of AA. You admit, hey, it's not working out. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not managerial quality. However it, it hits you, it's the point where at that point, the bondage of the interest and attention is now set free. And now it's going to be moved to a new form of direction. Yeah. Perhaps the better way. And that's going to be trusting the infinite rather than finite self. So obviously the predator, the, the problem was rooted in trusting finite self. Yes. The better way is trusting the infinite. We can't bring that about as the finite self. So there's a losing interest in self, and therefore that interest that's lost in self, which is the old way, now is ready to migrate to the new way of trusting the infinite. And when that starts to occur, your life starts showing, starts demonstrating that change. Yeah, that's simple. And it starts like sincerely taking the position in the third step. And then in a few sentences of effects, it says established in that position. That's what happens. Yeah. The interest and attention starts moving, but the old gravity of the planet self keeps pulling it back. And there seems to be a tug of war. But after a while, you realize the one side's winning. Yeah. Like recovery progresses and the infinite side's winning. You're being, you're being pulled into the gravity of the infinite and you're breaking out of the gravity of the finite. Yeah. You still get radio messages from the finite. <laughs> this ain't going to work. You're going to get loaded, whatever it says. But they'll start having a distance to it. Not like you right in your ear, but a distance like an old fucking radio station. (laughs) Because now you're listening to a new station. It's mostly silence, really. And sometimes intuitive thoughts and wax and everything. You get something in a rush. But basically, it gives you a, a perfect perch to see thoughts instead of looking from the thoughts. You start seeing them and you can really see the insanity of the thought system. <laughs> you can. I mean, and it's, in a, it's a small loop, really. There isn't an infinite amount of thoughts. Yeah? Thoughts are of a finite variety. They don't, there's not an infinite amount of them. And after you've seen loop number 
one and then you see it as loop number eight and loop as number 15 now you see the patterns of self and how it has defeated us by from the point of not being defeated right now that's how you can see self has defeated us is when you're liberated from it yeah yeah so it's a beautiful process you got to go through process here you're an action figure yeah so basically you were a young nubile action figure now you're getting a little arthritic and need a little three-in-one oil occasionally but but basically you seem to be in a process actually of erosion yeah so uh you might as well get used to it and enjoy it it's <laughs> because I'll tell you, if you want to argue with reality, go ahead, but you're going to lose. It's just the way it goes. So this is a beautiful statement in recovery becomes an attitude in our lives, which is you stop trying to fit everything around you and you fit you around everything. Yes, it's just a beautiful way to go. And the admittance in there for that to occur is to admit you can't do it, really. Just like I had to admit when everyone who what didn't know about alcoholism was just saying, just stop. Why don't you stop? Well, you met a beautiful girl. That should be sufficient. Or you got an interview tomorrow. That should. No, they, there was no understanding that, hey, if I could, I would have. But it wasn't working out. My will, self-will may be good in some areas, but it wasn't in this area. Yeah. So there's a, a truth telling. there's a truth telling and you have a sober assessment now that sober assessment was given to me i got struck sober it told me very clearly you're screwed and you're not managerial quality and that was the end of it really and then i had to work out thousands of kinks through recovery because i was a broken toy truly yeah and aa gave me the space to recover and a way of life and a community. Yeah. And it's and it's still here supporting this life. Yeah, for 34 years. So <clears throat> it's all about interest and attention ultimately. And the better way is the interest and attention in the infinite. Yes, and the old way was interest and attention in the finite self. And where is that interest and attention going? Mostly to the thoughts, yeah? Because they're not, it's really not even going to the event. It usually gets sucked right up into the thoughts of the event, yeah? So we, we lose the sense of living and we start adapting to a life of interpretation. Yeah, wow. It can be really fucking dry. Yeah. And of course, from the self's point of view, it says there's no other way. <laughs> but you have to see that's not that's not you, I feel. So yeah, I'm happy to be back. Uh, Hmm. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Glad to have you back. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. We were driving on Thanksgiving. 
giving thanks that there was no traffic. <laughs> right. Everybody was busy scarfing. It was great. I know. We timed it right where, you know, the first football game probably and the, the food trucks <laughs> getting distributed. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That's we a good time to be time. driving. We made it in record time. It was great. Excellent. <laughs> no. Yeah. So anyone? Yeah. Anybody uh, have any questions or any comments for Paul? Oh, Bruce has his hand up. Hi, everyone. Bruce? Hi. Hey, Bruce. Hello. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> everything that's been shared is exactly what's been going on. I was fortunate to have an exchange with Mickey just prior to the meeting brief exchange. Um, yeah, a, a feeling as though the the molting, you know, the process of molting, you know, as a develop, conditioning as a person, you know, that as a child, and then, you know, that conditioning, that skin that we grow. Um, and then when it, the molting begins, and then, you know, like all the time, I'm thinking about me as and trying to drag whatever, you know, and eventually it falls off and it's, it was like this feeling yesterday and i was left like whoa you know when there's no attention toward the uh, self-identity uh what a feeling of right back there so then there was a perception prior to you know toward others others having a sense of individuality and along with this idea of the spirit. And that even this idea of spirit is a, a form of mentality, you know, thought processing. Um, wow. So it's like that total, a total, like, I don't know. I, I'm left not knowing, you know, not an object of knowing. That's that, that idea of self has the feeling of it have, having falling away, fallen away. Um, so yeah, it's it's not like there's an identification with spirit, um, but whatever this not knowing is, and so wow, um, to have this last you know twenty minutes, but uh, uh, to imagine without it, it's just I, I feel an uplift as if it, like you say, um, it was it lifted from me um, the obsession to drink, the obsession of self. So wow, I don't. I no longer have to perceive the world or others uh, from my point of view or, or my my opinion or interpretation in any way, mentally, and that it's all just a whatever spirit manifesting as whatever you know appears in in my consciousness as me. I am right, you know, in this lifetime anyway. So wow, thank you for allowing me to to come out. Thank you, Bruce. We're happy to see you. Well, the, just, uh, you know, it's so, it feels like you come to know, yes? So you're the coming to know things. So basically something moves us to know things. And then there's something that tries to move us not to know things. 
and therefore we end up in a point of life where we need to do something called an inventory where maybe a lot of people could skirt through life without ever really looking it's essential we take a look yeah of uh and through that inventory we come to know a lot of stuff and hopefully we come to know our role in things and then hopefully see something else's role in our things yeah but this is always a coming to know so it it seems to imply a movement or uh and so if there's a movement and there's something that's let's say the tree the tree is moving but it isn't it's the wind moving the tree yeah the leaves the, the tree isn't shaking the leaves it's the wind yeah so in our case uh paul isn't coming to know the, the vehicle of paul comes to know by being blown by this wind now they're basically breaking down there's two jet streams so to speak there's self and there's the higher power but something is going to blow us or direct us or bring us to things, yes? And it's going to have a whole lot to do with how we see the things we're brought to, yeah? That wind. And it makes it very clear there's two basic strong currents. And one of them is this mental current. And you can tell the difference after a while when you're getting... Uh, information from let's say we'll call it spirit when you're getting information from the spiritual current it feels different than when you receive information from the mental current it does so the 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 apparatus has sentience it can come to know a lot of stuff by what's moving it yeah now if something's moving you that doesn't want you to know a lot of stuff especially about what's moving you yeah that's like living life with blinders or self-centeredness. Self-centeredness is very selective of what it attends to. It's not, as it says here, the spirit is uh, inclusive. It's exclusive. Yeah, It excludes a lot of shit because it doesn't want you to come to know about that. Because it feels if you come to know about that, you'll come to know about it. And you'll see it as something other than you. Yeah. So a lot of people in our community go out around the fourth step. And I don't, and you know, they seem to be quite eager to take other people's inventories all day. <laughs> you would think they would enjoy taking their own inventory, but no, 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 no. Because there's something in that inventory that the self does not want us to see, which it's it's to see its role in our lives yes it's just so simple now after you get through the inventory there's so much reward from it you've now had a demonstration of perhaps there's a better way or a different way and what was that we trusted the program and through the program we're trusting the higher power and here I have something I wanted to disagree with in that last paragraph that uh, not strongly, you know, just seeing it differently. The last paragraph is we needed to ask ourselves, but one short question, do I now believe or am I even willing to believe that there is a power greater than myself? I don't even think that's necessary. Just do the program. Yeah. Take the suggestions. 
don't worry if you believe it or not. You're going to be brought to, um, you're going to come to believe, as it says in step two. We came to believe. Yeah? What happened? How did you come to believe? What drove you to that belief? Yeah, the spirit. Yeah? And as so the spirit, spirit, I, I don't feel... Hold on one second for a minute. The spirit demonstrated I hadn't drank in eight weeks. And so I... The step two was an observational step. I came to believe, yeah, that something was doing for me what I could not do for myself concerning, you know, the first drink. I didn't know that. I was brought to knowing that through this wind that was now blowing in my life, which wasn't really blowing. It was always available, but it was dominated earlier by the other wind, yeah? I was now in that jet stream of recovery. That's the whole point, is to feel that life doesn't start with you. It starts through you, yeah? You start noticing it. By living it, life is here already. You just start to come to know it, yeah? And how you're going to know it is really what brings you to it, I feel. And we've been led to a fucking empty trough or an empty well over and over again by the mental state. Over and over again. Perhaps it will be different, like the definition of insanity. I'm going to do the same thing over, expecting it to be different this time. This is what it does. We've been, we, we didn't drive there. We were driven there. There's power before what we think is us. Yeah. And you can tell the difference. We have sentience, even like an amoeba, an amoeba. If you put something in its little thing, there's a reaction. Yeah, we have a much more advanced sentience. We can have an intimacy of what wind is blowing through us. We're like a, a conscious trumpet that can recognize who's playing it. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like being a horse and you've been ridden by the mental jockey. When, you, when you're free from that and you see the mental jockey walking up to you, you get a little fucking upset <laughs> because <laughs> you don't want to put, have that saddle put on because you know what it's going to be like to be ridden by that fucking self. Yeah, because you've got your two levels above a coconut. You can recognize this stuff. But to think that we're the doer and shaker is... That's just, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like well, this I feeling of a wind or some movement because you can obviously you never see the wind, do you? You see it, you get an intimacy of the wind by its effects. Yeah. So you feel it blowing on your face or you're watching the trees. You never see the wind, obviously, but you can have an intimacy. You can come to love the wind. Yeah, without seeing it. You can, because of the effects. Yeah, this is the intimacy of the spirit in a way. So now I feel that, as you often refer to that, uh, um, like spiritual spiritual bypassing, there's nothing spiritual to consider at that point that you recognize that the recognition, well, the recognition of spirit, um, there's, you know, it takes the, it's like the self, just falls away. Well, you just there's a loss of interest in it because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, see, the spirit is active at all times. You're not doing it. 
you right, become right. aware yeah, of yeah. the incessant activity of it. <laughs> You're not too, I'm going to become spiritual. You already are. You're missing so, the present tense state, so, hoping for so, a future condition. So this there's none of my doing to be done. This is what there's the mental of- state does. Yes, thy will is done, not will be done. Yes. It's okay. always looking through the lens of time, and you're not going to see spirit in time because spirit is timeless. Okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I'm going to become spiritual. Is <laughs> You're stating it from the fact that you are at the moment, and now you're going to become in a future moment. This is the mental fucking, this is the thievery of the mental. It tries to promise you a condition you're already in, in as a future one. <laughs> All right. Well, that hasn't so, that hasn't hit. That hasn't. It's. I. I see. Well, there's like the seeing of the coming of it. You know, of it. And and it, not like the skin hasn't hadn't hit. It. It's like woke up and that feeling of self just wasn't there. You know, it wasn't me have, having done it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna. There's gonna be uh, be a change of perception. Definitely. Well, of course, because the idea of self is always in doing, <laughs> not in being. See, being, being, there's no approach to being. All right. I don't think you're going to produce more being through more doing. It's just being, it's just uh, an ever-present activity that doesn't exert any thought or effort. It's just on. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And as Mickey meant, as Mickey mentioned, it was one thing to intellectualize all this, but well, now your, your head's gonna try to do that, but you just you can see that also. Yeah. Wow. This is insane. It's totally insane. Well, see, when you're coming, when you're constantly being brought to coming to know, something's trying to run next to you and claim it. <laughs> <laughs> the head's always trying to run. You know, it's always lagging behind, but it says it's ahead. <laughs> well, just, so, you know, in, in in the seeing of others, you know, it just relieves any sense of uh, seeing other than spirit. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. I mean... Uh, okay, I'm going to leave uh, the, yeah. the screen. Thank you all very much. Welcome back. Thanks, Bruce. Um, Justin has his hand up. Oh, Bruce, you raised your hand again. Bruce has got the eternal hand up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Justin, (laughs) let's let's put you on. Are you uh, there, hey, Justin? Hey, I'm here. Hey, Paul, I just want to say thank you. I think you just answered my question uh, in your response. Um, but right. what I've, uh, yeah, I want to say thank you because uh, this is this being at Satsang and then uh, watching your videos has really helped me a lot uh, in terms of understand. I'm in the AA program and um, yeah, this is really complimentary to understanding the self, but my question uh, specifically is, they're trying to watch the self. My sponsor gave me a statement, which is uh, to see unclouded my fear, prejudice, and desire. And for me, that allows me 
to be present to see those things as they come up and to recognize them and observe them without judgment. That's created a lot of freedom for me. Um, but you speak to this, what's behind the thought, uh, and you, you, you touched on it there about the wind. Um, and I think you answered the question, and that's what I was going to ask about, was sometimes I see there is something moving behind the thoughts. Uh, the and what I see it as sometimes is the self uh, with a perception of whatever judgment, anger, fear, whatever. But also, uh, yeah, I, I think if you could just speak more to that and recognizing the difference between the self and this wind blowing. But if you've already hit on it enough, I understand. So thank you. Sorry I'm late. No, you're welcome. But just to look at the language when, uh, see, instead of the fears and desires and stuff, see the my, like you said, my fears, desires and stuff when they are rising. Uh, if you see the fears and desires and anger and you miss the my, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's the leaf, the difference between the leaf and the wind, yeah. There were the fear of fear, anger, desire with the my in front of it would be attention to the leaf, not to the wind. So you just go, the my is really implying the wind of things. Yes. Yeah. So there's problems in life. Now they're my problems. That wind is going to change the meaning of the problems. Yeah. Fear, my fear that's going to be changed. It's going to change the meaning of the fear unbelievably. So to me, those are those currents and the underlying one. If there's two ways, there's the infinite current and then there's the finite current. Yeah. And I would say we are of the infinite. So after a while, you'll start recognizing the infinite. You'll feel it just like the wind. Yeah you'll recognize it and there'll be a distinction between that sense or that feeling than the feeling of the mental, the finite current. Yeah. And you'll grow in it. You'll grow in it. Yeah. yeah. You'll grow in it. It's just like the same. It's like when we used to surf and you go to a, a new beach and then you go to the beach and you haven't been in there before. And then it's a little bit scary in a sense. And then you get used to that beach and you know where the currents are, so to speak. You know, you've got to look at this uh, landmark on the beach and this rock and try to stay in that area or you're going to get sucked out. And you just learn by diving in. <laughs> yeah, you, you dive in and uh, you get acclimated. And again, the action figure can learn. I mean, I've learned stuff that's deeply programmed now of reactions to being ill. And therefore, when I get when there's a sickness again, there's a soothing aspect because the head says you had this before this. In other words, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. And yes. So there's a learning and uh, We've had this wind of grace blowing through a lot of us. <laughs> you know, you have your own intimacy with it. I don't know. I wouldn't 
I would never take that feeling of intimacy and the autistic expression of it away from anyone. That's the joy of being here. But we've hopefully we've had that wind pl play through this trumpet enough <laughs> that, that the trumpet knows it's Miles, Miles Davis playing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. So people watching everything arise and see in the present moment sometimes don't see what arose in that present moment, the idea of being the watcher. <laughs> so I much more, I find much more value in the seeing the watcher idea arise than all the watch, all that can be watched, yeah, humbly. Yeah, it's sort of like, uh, you can, you know, it's like losing the forest from the trees. You're seeing everything arise, but there's still the feeling that has arisen that it's you seeing it. <laughs> That I feel is, uh, is, is the finite wind blowing. Yeah. Yes. I hope, did you understand a little? Yes. Yeah. You get Absolutely. Thank, thank you, Paul. That was a, yeah, yeah. You get the feeling of it yeah. after a while. And yeah. The distinction of the This is a relief that, uh, passeth understanding, really. Because most of us have been seeking relief as self. As self. The relief is from self. It's a different feeling. Yeah. There's still a lot of anxiety when you're shopping for relief as self, because you know the self is going to outlast the relief. <laughs> So you're going to be shopping again, usually. Yeah, and sometimes it feels like another form of slavery or bondage. You know, I've got to constantly keep this thing occupied or something or whatever. Yeah. And then you get relief from that, which is different. And this relief from that doesn't have a twin of, of unrelief. It's, it's a relief before an opposite, before an opposite, yes? It's not the absence of something else, it's something, yeah? And I don't know what that something is, but I feel many of us rub shoulders with it all the time and we'll come to our own intimate understanding, yeah? That you're not gonna be able to do a composite drawing. You can't describe it to the police artist, yeah? You can't make it recognizable everyone's going to have their own sense and that's beautiful yeah so but uh you know it's quite intimate in 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 this event uh yet no one could notice it or anything else so yeah but i feel if you're looking at an understanding through recovery it's a dualistic beginning which is perhaps there's a better way. New employer, old employer. It's very, very drawn like one current and another current. That's the option. Yeah. Now, if you think you don't have an option or choice, that doesn't matter. As it's presented in recovery, it's either you're being directed by self, this mental activity, or you're being directed by the spirit. 
<laughs> That's it. And you're going to come to know the tree by its fruits. You're going to know after, you know, because the trumpet is sentient. It can recognize the hands that's playing it the, and how the wind comes through it. It recognizes it after a while. It doesn't have to know it. It recognizes it. Yeah. And in the recognition, that's its job. That's more than enough. Then it finds out by the blowing through. Yeah. It recognizes it's never going to know it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. But you can sense it. Yeah. So yeah, you, you, said starve, so. you starve the mental demands of knowing and this and that, and you're in that I don't know. And you're just hunky dory in a lot of ways. It's just like fucking, you know, I mean. <laughs> You're not like the prairie dog looking 360, you know, you just, yeah. So you said, you said something really important, which to me, uh, in one of your other videos, which is, uh, just give up. And that's, that stuck with me in a way that, uh, I, f I feel like, like this is, it's been, it's been really powerful. So yeah, I agree. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. And that which you give up, can't give up. That's what you give up. You just give up that which can't give up. <laughs> you just, you've recognized uh, this suit may have helped you and this helmet, but it's very defining also. And it can't know the atmosphere that we're in without its fucking uh, devices. And you, okay, you realize it's, it's not personal that it's futile. It's just the way it is. And so there's a, a freeing from that bondage by recognizing it's never going to fly with you, so to speak. Yes. It's not going to fly with you to the stars. <laughs> now you can use it to play notes about the stars. Yeah. Through satsangs, through writing, art, whatever. But it's not going to the stars with you. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Justin. Nice to see you again. Good to see you. Thanks. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Paul. And Al B is uh, ready with his hand up. Yes, hello. Al. Yes, hello. I didn't crash your lunch in LA Saturday, so you can count that amongst your thanks. And hey, hold on, Al. You're going mountain man on us. What's going on? Uh, it's sloth. It's you don't recognize sloth. So so speaking can... of recognizing, uh, recognizing the disease, um, you have a consistent theme for the most part, and I appreciate that theme: the identification of self what's blocking me from a power, from growth. Do I just have to glimpse this or must I laser for, oh, I see it now. No, glimpsing no, is better. Yes, I think once I start alkalizing it, uh, trademark pending, once I start alkalizing these thoughts, I'm just back in another version of self. Oh, look you at me, I can yeah. see myself. Yes, I'll shut up now. 
No, that's great. You've now seen the uh, the guest that says it's the host. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just a brief glimpse is really all I... Hey, look at that. I'm free once again. I'm free. I didn't fall in the trap again. Look at me. Oh, it's fantastic. The glimpse is... Uh, yes, it's all that's needed. Usually. Yeah, yeah, because it triggers, uh, it triggers what's already there. You don't have to get it or garner it or achieve it. or It's uh, readily available. So your persistence on this theme, your dedication to the theme, I don't have to fall into this, what's the word, routine. The, the routine is to identify self in the moment I'm in, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and a lot of times you won't have to because you're in the moment. <laughs> uh, I should have crashed your lunch. I should have drove to L.A., boy, I'll tell you. Okay, yeah. all right. We didn't have lunch. We just had coffee, but it was very nice. Yeah, Nina and and Kurt and, and Linda. I'm going to pop up someplace on the West Coast. We were looking like Venice hipsters. It was nice. Sitting on the that. side of the street, drinking an artisan latte. Yes. Yes, at the Foo Foo uh, luncheon uh, place. Hey, I, I got to admit, I like that. I like that comfortability. I yes. I like Thank fresh. You. I like fresh uh, gluten-free muffins. Oh, well. With a, a strong uh, coffee elixir, not bad. Thanks we for being here for a couple hours. It was us. We stayed there for a few hours, yapping away. It was nice. Nice fellowship. You yeah. survived LA. That, that's that's a good thing. That's a good I like thing. LA. You made, you made it early. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Yeah. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Paul. And guess who's up to join us this morning? Kathleen. Yes. Thanks, Mickey. Hi, Paul. Very welcome. I just wanted to first of all, of course, say um, I missed you and your um, Thanksgiving hiatus. And I think it's really great for you to give us time to um, miss you and be so grateful that you're back, I think is what I meant to say. Um, uh, thank you. And thank you for uh, this just everything I always thank you for. It's just the same. Um, but what you just said a few minutes ago, when you talk about, I don't know, um, something's happening with me in the, I don't know. And it's such a, it's so beautiful that I just want to stay there. And I just try to get back to that as often, as soon as I realize, you know, my thoughts or, I think I know something. It's so much better for me to just go to know I don't. I don't. And um, I think hopefully that's opening me up for new ideas. But yes. um, mainly what just happened for me this session was I remembered you were talking about the wind. And um, people who don't know me, I'll just let you know, I've been a member of Alcoholics Anonymous for 22 years. So in the year 2000, I came to Alcoholics Anonymous and I was so grateful for the freedom to just say what was on my mind. Crazy as it was, they just let me say it and told me to keep coming back. Thank God, right? 
But what I would do is I would talk about how I would, I would contemplate my life up to that point. And I would see, I would describe myself as a feather that was just blown by the wind. Wherever I ended up, that's where I hung until the feather was blown off again. And I would say that as, it sounds really beautifully poetic to me today, but I would say it like it was a criticism of myself. You know, like I didn't make my own decisions. I just went, I just was wherever the wind blew me. And um, today with this, um, with this information that I've gained from you and other um, non-dual teachers, I realized that there was nothing else I could have done. And like, yay, leave myself alone, right? No matter. And um, I'm just grateful to know that today. I didn't know that. And, and I didn't know that for 22 years. You know, I didn't know that until this, this new um, format, uh, this new information that's coming to me and uh, hopefully a new understanding of what oh. I really am. Thank you so much, Paul. Oh, thank you, honey. Yes, it's been a pleasure to watch you and Bill and a lot of people meeting them on the Zoom and then getting this meet you live in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's a joy just to share good news, yeah? Yeah, why not? I mean, I always felt, uh, you know, the over-dependence on drugs left a really bad taste in my mouth, yeah? Completely relying on a substance to have a feeling I want, yeah? And all the shenanigans you had to put up with, like listening to people's life stories before they give you the Coke and tons of things, women, you know, having to drop their pants. And it's just, a, it puts a lot of, it's a, yeah, it puts many people into compromising positions because of this addiction and this need. And one of the great joys about recovery is uh, you're not reliant on self, but you're relying on something that's quite reliable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those needs and all the hooks that appear in the process of acquiring them uh it's put to an end it's wonderful in a lot of ways yeah to so what what i'm looking for is what's looking right now that's such a beautiful it's took out so many other possibilities that can occur when what's looking is something far off or this way or i've got a it's demanding me to be in 80 different forms of conditions and this shit yeah no it's readily available right where you are at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it because you are it hallelujah yeah and uh i'm really having the experience of being completely reliant on others yeah completely I mean, doing anything, you know, calling them at four in the morning, just unbelievable fucking shenanigans. <clears throat> just the contrast in now the source that I'm looking for is what I'm looking from. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. What a great gift. Yeah. So again, like it says, you can now start contributing to life instead of 
trying to get something out of it all the time because I think active addiction is a true extreme example of that. You're constantly trying to extract something and you're just filling, it's like the hungry ghost, you know, you can never fill that empty hole. Yeah. So really that empty hole to me was really an entrance way for the spirit to come out. (laughs) I was trying to, I saw it as a hole from the mental state, had to be filled. But when I stopped trying to fill it, shit came out. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy. Like some people I know, uh, you know, I say, I hope you're, you're going to be done before you're done. You know, before you die, I hope you're done with this constantly going back out and drinking and shit, just so that you get a taste of, of living free from need that drive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Thanks. Thanks, Kathleen. Anyone else, Mickey? Thanks, Kathleen, and thanks, Paul. You know, sometimes I just hear uh, Isaac Hayes in the background singing Freedom. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, he's got a deep voice, that dude. Marvelous. All right. Um, Nobody else has their hand up, Paul. Uh, You want to start saying your hellos? Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, oh, I have one announcement too. If anyone's been trying to call me, I somebody uh, felt the need to take my phone. <laughs> so it got stolen the other day on the driving back, uh, stopped out of place, whatever. So I have to get it turned on. I got another phone, but I've got to go to the place. So if... Uh, I usually don't return calls anyway, but if you've called and there's no answer, it's the same. We're going to have the same number, I think. It's, it'll be on this afternoon. Okay. Yeah. And then WhatsApp and stuff I can do. All right. And uh, and anyone who's new here it, on the Zen Bit Slap, if you go to the event page, it has all the Zooms and you can enter everything that we're, that we're up to through the Zooms. No password, I think. And uh, yeah, so that's the way of accessing it. And that's where there'll be any events. Like we're going to go to Mexico in February for a weekend. So we'll be putting that stuff up and stuff like that, you know, doing talks. Okay. All right, Mickey. Are you going to be communicate? Are we still going to have meetings when you go to uh, Mexico? Yeah, that's only going to be a couple of days. Yeah. Okay, Just the weekend, yeah. But yeah, we got to do a. We'll know. We'll have it up there. But that's a couple months. So, <clears throat> all right, Mickey. Nice to see you. Enjoy. Thank you. Yes, sir. We got Walter, brother from another mother, Virginia from the UK. Nice to see you, Virginia. Yep. Al from Vegas. Yep. Alex. Jacob. Always a pleasure to see you too. Yes. Jack, Jack G running around somewhere in uh, Cape Cod. <laughs> Kathleen, I've said goodbye. Always a pleasure, Kathleen. You and Bill. Yeah. You've played a role in my life also. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Justin, nice to meet you, Justin. Yeah. 
Bruce, David Brown, Chris, always a pleasure to see Chris. Also, we're going to have a talk today. I forgot at uh, 4.30 Pacific time, we do a non-dual talk on, and it's on the website. <clears throat> uh, Who Awakens Into What, I think is the name of it. So uh, we've got Kristen. Oh, Kristen. Nice to see her making a guest appearance. She was a regular on the show. And then she she got her own she got her own sitcom. <laughs> Hopefully it's a sitcom, not a tragic drama. So <laughs> all right, nice to see you, honey. Let's see if anyone else is here. Oh uh, yes, we got uh John from Florida. We got uh Roman. Oh my friend Roman. We we have Marty. Nice to see you, Marty. Deborah, mm -hmm. Joseph from France, Nina. I had a pleasure to sit with Nina in uh, Venice. Not Italy, but good enough, California. <laughs> uh, Bryant, nice to see you. Thanks for dropping in. We got Jed. There's the man. Michael Stacy, thank you, Mike, as always. Lebowski. Oliver in Berlin, nice to see you, Oliver. Chris from Mammoth Lakes, good. I think I lost some people here. Uh, we got Connor from Dublin, nice to see you, Connor. Thanks, Paul. What happened to the uh, the uh, cabinets? We got a new a new seat. It's still there, man. The doors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I go to Mexico in January, man. A cabinet with any other name is a cabinet. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, okay. That's good. Nice to see you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in Mexico in January. Oh, you will? Yeah. Hey, I think if you call me, I'll give you my number. You can always call me. Yeah, We're going to okay. be in Southern uh, California January twenty first at Palm Springs, I think. So. Uh, I'll be in I'll be in Wakanda, South Mexico, long uh, way away. All right, bro. All right, we got Senna. Oh, Senna Apted. Uh, Miranda Jess from Ireland. There she is. Jess did a lot on that booklet from the Italian retreat. Fantastic. Anu, thank you, Anu, for all for all that you are. And all that you donate. Thank you. Thanks, uh, Paul. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, you got the wild hair today, eh? I knew. Yeah, good. Uh, I think that's about it. If I missed you, I didn't miss you. It's yeah. And I'll see it. I'll see you today or next few days. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye, everyone. See you, bye. Bye, Mickey.